Hey everybody, it's your girl Queenie Love here with another episode of the Relationship Zone podcast. Um, tonight I am joined with Betty and Akia once again. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, happy Valentine's week, happy Valentine's from here until. Um, just wanted to chat with the ladies tonight about dating here in the DMV, uh, dating as single moms. What it's like, what the experience has been. Um, are you ready to date? Like, is it difficult dating as a parent uh, while you're trying to parent teenagers at that? So tonight we're going to dive into that. And without further ado, let's just welcome the girls back to the Relationships on the Podcast Season 8. Um, so glad to be here. Welcome, everyone. Ladies, welcome back. Hey, how you doing? Hey, good. I'm good. So, what's up? We're kind of joining again together, talking on a holiday, a love holiday at that. <laughs> yes, we are. Love. Uh, yeah. Can you see? I have not had a date on Valentine's Day, and let me see. My son is 17 that long 17 years you, you, wait, wait years. what wait yeah. wait yes yeah. let me see i left his dad like there, when he okay okay before. hold up baby. hold up yeah. You're, hold up your internet years. is going i mean 13 years 13 yeah. years okay wait your 13 internet years. is going your internet is going in and out is it in and out okay yes cuz i so, need to hear this <laughs> okay yes 13 years Okay, 13 years, you haven't had a Valentine's date. No. I know you. Wow. No, I'm not been lying. I'm not been lying. Because due to my struggles raising the children and timing and my job, I have a very busy schedule with my job. And mostly I work on the weekends. And the guys that in this DMV's, you know, area works um you know they have their um they work they have weekends off right i don't have that luxury they was and then it was even harder when the kids were younger because i didn't have any babysitter mm. you know yeah. um and that was that was tough i and for me because my I, I had a busy schedule for work and then and then i went back to school and then I had to be home, with, you know, with my my kids, my son, picking him up. And then I just didn't. There's no time mm-hmm. to date. All right. So, so first, first of all, you're like a superwoman. <laughs> you're like a superwoman. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I'm going to assume. So when I heard like 13 years no Valentine's, so you know I went straight there. Like, girl, come on. I know you passed in Valentine's, loving. <laughs> right okay you know are you talking about sex yeah yes, girl. but but i kept as casual you know valentine's day is for lovers right mm-hmm. so i didn't have that lover you know well I, yeah i did have friends with you know friends just regular friends with benefit you know i learned Go that term. Friends, friends, friends with benefits so 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 when you friends with benefits you don't do this kind of stuff with your friends with benefits. 
Why not? I don't know. For me, for me, it was like this is a special day with with you know, and it's never my my relationship before was never got to the point where, you know, make it official. Does it make? Do that make sense? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, me personally, me personally, I feel like people put way too much stake in these holidays, and they feed way too much into this economy, and they be snatching up all our good dollars, throwing these holidays out there. So, if my friend with benefits wants to make me reservations at a beautiful restaurant, and I put on a nice little red dress. And I go jump my little self in their car and go to this restaurant. I'm going to go. Valentine's not. We in love today. We might not be in love tomorrow. But, no, I know, but the friend of Bennett, well, maybe the guys I chose in the past. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Okay, maybe. Let, let, let's define what friends with benefits are, first of all. Because I think we need to make sure that we're kind of on, on the same page. page. <laughs> because, yeah. buddy, I'm okay. going to say, you, me, I don't do that with friends with benefits. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Because, right, because we, we there's levels, right? You got your yeah. friends with benefits. Mm-hmm. You got your sneaky links. You got, you know, your, like, your hit-its and quit-its. You got, your, you know, they just, you Like jump I off. said, dating. So... There's levels because I have a friend with benefits and we go out, we hang out, we talk, we share stories, last coffee, dinner, we go places, we travel, but I, I have jump offs and they know, okay, they know their role. They're not going to Valentine's dinner with me. Mm. They're not going to lunch with me. They're, they're not spending the night. <laughs> oh, that part. You know? So... <laughs> For me, it was the same. They're not spending the night because okay. my kids with me 24 seven. Um, sometimes we would lunch, but with me, it's almost like, okay, I got to go to work. You know, weekends comes, mm-hmm. I'm busy and I don't have time to go out on the, on the, on the weekends. So that was very difficult. But then, so I, so I guess you have to date or someone that you meet they would have to respect your schedule and you would obviously present to them. I mean, I remember being in the hair salon. So I know weekends, like my busiest days were Wednesday through Saturday, sometimes Sunday. Mm. And I mean, mm. I juggled a lot. I was married and all those things, but someone coming into your life obviously would have to understand like my weekends are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And this is the DMV and people are very flexible. I don't care how hard they work. They, mm. men, men can be very flexible for what they want so well yes yeah, so so they know my days I'm I'm off on the weekdays and that's when mm-hmm. I spend time with them you know on mm-hmm. uh, the weekdays but the weekends there's no room right. and then mm-hmm. and put my kids in the you know in that yeah. schedule it was hot um I had three kids remember I don't have just one I have three so I was running mm-hmm. around with yeah there were te- between teenagers and a toddler and the baby mm-hmm. at that time so there's you know, dating, I never really have the room to date. Yeah. Yeah. But you still want to, right? You're still longing to date, correct? I did. I I was longing for that partner. Like I said, I was longing for that partner. I was longing for the one that would understand my situation, my, my, you know, my schedules. But, you know, in the end of the day, you can't just make people really. Right. And you can't you you, yeah. you got to you got you got to do what you have to do and 
this is the life I chose for myself. Yeah. So there's, I, I like I said, there's no options. Yeah. Um, just when my son just, he's just, now he's 17. My oldest is 27, right? Mm-hmm. He saw how I've been single for so long. He actually, COVID time, he's like, Ma, you need to start looking for somebody. This is not healthy for you. He goes, are you going to be like this for the rest of your life? Dogs, dogs not going to live with you for the rest of your, you know, you're not going to have the dogs all your life. Yeah. You know, he put that in my head. I was like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. So, so, so the friends with benefits, I, you know, that didn't work for me. It's not for long term. Right. And I was single for like five years. I was single for five years. I didn't have sex for five years, to be honest with you. Five years. Oh God. No, I'm not kidding. So people look at me and thinking like I had so many men. Really, I don't. Well, Girl, no, I, I I don't think that. I don't I don't make those assumptions. But a lot of a lot of men I've met I've that I've encountered think thought that I did you know girl, girl they think that about me too and I'd be like honey all because I got access don't mean that they have access to me I'm dry always gonna say. have let me I'm always gonna have somebody on the squad right but, but doesn't that doesn't mean I'm gonna mean, entertain them it doesn't mean I'm doing anything with yeah. them that, means that, yep. that I'm doing just like any other man can do which is have individuals that he talks to hangs mm-hmm. out with from time to time you know what I'm saying like I don't have a whole bunch of men either I actually most of the time would rather be by my darn self yes. <laughs> you know what it is and just access my man when I choose right but of course right. man, that's not what a healthy relationship right usually needs or that's not really how it looks typically but you know this is the beauty of it we get to decide how relationships look for us. Mm-hmm. Learn who you are. Once you learn yourself, know your dating patterns and cycles and all the things, right? Your toxic traits, all the stuff, right? Your good traits, yeah. your green flags, your red flags. Then I think you can properly begin to position yourself for the right partner situation, friends, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. For you, for instance, Betty, I know you're talking about 17 years and now well, your son is 17 now. So now it is. Yeah, and that was your baby. So now it is time for you to date for you. You know, I shared this with you guys the last time we 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 got together. It's beautiful when you get to a point where you can truly date for yourself. Betty, it right. sounds like you're there. Kia, just to switch to you, your situation sounds like it's a little bit different, right? You mm-hmm. have a, you have a more open mind about kind of the things you can do and how you want to do them. But I do also know that you spoke about you do have children at home. And so I yeah. still have to kind of pick your partners, um, yep. it, especially if you want to get serious, you got to pick your partners carefully. So what is your experience with dating here in the DMV as a single mom of two, two boys, correct? Uh, one girl, one boy, one my boy. daughter is the oldest. Okay. Mm-hmm. And how old and are they? 14 and 10. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're young enough to be called young, but they're old enough to be responsible. Yeah. So um, I tell people all the time that God blessed me with the right kids because yeah. they fit my life. They don't make it hard. They make it easy to be their mother. The hardest thing I have to do is go to work, but my kids are locked in. They are my ace ones. They do what they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do it, how they're supposed to do it. Yeah. Like my son, of course, He's 10, right? So he does kid stuff. 
Yeah. But it could be worse, right? He could sure. be doing something off the wall. And they just make my life easy. So um, dating for me hasn't been difficult because of my children at all. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's casual or I'm just getting to know somebody. It's it's never been difficult with having my children. The hard part is getting somebody to understand, like Betty mentioned, my schedule because my schedule is very locked in. Like I am by my calendar. And if somebody asks me to do something, I have to check my calendar because I've gotten to a point where I would double book myself or I would overwhelm myself with so much. So not only do I have my regular nine to five, but I have a business that I run from home as well. I'm learning languages. I got my kids in practices and then I write poetry and I have a pot. Like I have so much going on Mm -hmm. and dating has to fit in my schedule. Like, you know, and a a lot of times when I'm dating, like I I would prefer not to date a man that doesn't have children Mm -hmm. because they just have too much damn time. I had this man call me at six o'clock to ask me to go out at 10. Sir, I got two kids and a life and it's Wednesday. I just got off of work. Yeah. I want to go home and go to sleep. And they're like, oh, you not old. You going to be all right. I said, it's not about me being old. I have to get up at 530 in the morning. I don't don't know how you're paying your rent. I really don't. Because every day you talk to me, you ain't been going to work. So I just don't know how you're out here surviving because rent is high and bills are due. Yeah. Um, but I would prefer not to date a man that doesn't have children for that fact, right? Because even if they're not the sole provider or the sole caregiver for their kids, they have an idea that they have to plan in advance. Mm-hmm. They need to say, hey, what are you doing? At least I at least give me two days. Yeah. I don't need too far in advance because my kids are older, right? I can flex really easily. But give me some time to show me that you respect my time, yeah. at least, you know? Yeah. And I mean, dating out here, it's been interesting to say the least. Uh, can I tell you a story? Sure, why not? So it is so recent and y'all gonna be like, girl, all right. <laughs> so, and I hope, I mean, I want everybody to listen to your show, but I yeah. hope they don't listen but to your show because they don't know who I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so girl, or ladies. So I went out Friday night. I got invited to go out um, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I didn't want to go because I was tired, but the person I was interested in hanging out with them again. And I, I don't want to say I blew them off for a while, but they would ask me at the last minute. And I'm just like, I don't have the, I don't want to make the time because I got the time. I can figure it out. I don't want to because I'm tired and I know I need to invest this time in some rest and relaxation. So I went out, I was looking good. Um, My mother, rest in peace, she has a pair of leather boots and I wore those boots out Friday. This is important for the story. Okay. And I was looking good. We went out to the little thing. It was in Arlington, it's a place in Arlington. And we smoked some hookah, drank some drinks, ate some food. It was a good vibe, you know. We were there with them and uh, his friends. It was a great group of people. Mm-hmm. And the people that his, were his friends, they're older, right? So 
in my mind, I like to be in places, one, that have couches. I need to know I can sit down because my feet ain't right like they used to be. <laughs> and two, I like to be in crowds that are older because you expect people to have more sense. Well, it was a very mixed crowd. So there were young people and there was us. Okay. And probably about 1.30, these guys behind, directly behind our couch started fighting and arguing. And so the bouncers came over there to break them up. Now I didn't move because I'm just like, okay, they're arguing, whatever. Well, one of the other gentlemen that was with us in our group, he was like, hey, he was like, you need to move. And I was like, okay. So I got up, went on the other side of the couch. Um, the bouncer escorted one of the groups out. And then the other group was standing on the couches, taunting them, yelling, whoop, whoop. Then once the bouncer escorted that first group out, that second group left. Now, this is a small establishment. So when their groups left, it put a dent in the crowd. It was a lot of people that went outside. (laughs) Next thing I know, I'm like, listen, listen. I was like, because I I have a gun. I've shot guns before and I've shot larger weapons as well. So when I heard it, it's like, it doesn't doesn't sound loud. And then I smelled the gunpowder and I saw people running. I said, oh, I got to go. So I started running through the spot and ran out the back door. And the back door leads to a stairwell. So it was me and some other people out in the stairwell. And somebody came to the outside glass and they were crying. They were like, oh, her brother got shot. And I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Listen, so all that being said, somebody got shot at the spot that we were at. When I finally was able to get back in the thing, he was like, hey, I was worried. Where'd you go? I said, look, if I'm not anywhere with my kids, it's me, myself, and I. So once I heard gunshots, I was gone. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Listen, if I'm not if I'm not with my kids, don't look for me to save you. I'm I'm not ready to go on a t-shirt. You left your date. Girl, yes, sir. I don't even know you like that. He was supposed to be touch you. Huh? Girl, he couldn't because he wasn't running fast enough. If he wanted to protect me, he'd have followed the boots, honey. He'd have been out the door. He'd have been out the door. Listen, all I had to hear was the pop, pop. I was gone, gone. Okay, people's like, get down. I'm like, no, don't get down. Do you not watch the damn forensic files, bullets, ricochet? What are y'all doing? You better get the hell out. Get down. Not no, your dude, not your dude. I was gone. I, first of all, even if he was my man, sir, I gotta go because I got two kids to live for. You are not obligated to raise my children if I die. So I got to go. I, I look, I put, I buy some nice flowers. I give your mama a hug and all that good stuff. Oh my gosh. But no. So Sir, if you are listening, we do understand. Right. So, <clears throat> you want to hear my crazy story after? Oh, I'm like, wait, 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 go, go, like, wait, 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 So he's like, oh, I was worried. Blah, 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 and I said, whatever I said. And then he started laughing. <laughs> right. And I was like, maybe this is a trauma response. <laughs> Sir, what's so funny? He was like, nah, man, this is just regular stuff. Oh, regular oh, stuff. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, that is my He's cue. He's involved in that. Right. 
Huh? He probably was involved in that. You better no, check. No, no, he's no, he wasn't. To it, though. But he's accustomed to it. Way <laughs> too accustomed to it. Because let me tell y'all, I didn't, a lot of us got our own stories. We all come from where we come from, right? I've had my experiences. I've seen things. I've had my run-ins. I have graduated from that, okay? Sure. Yes, I have yeah. graduated and elevated. I have no yeah. reason to be <laughs> in back. anybody's establishment <laughs> with bullets flying. I just don't. And I don't think it's freaking funny. That's the stuff that you were young. You didn't know any better. But right. Like, oh. All yeah. the way grown. All and, the way grown. And you, and you have some, and you have some responsibility. Yeah. Right. A, yeah, and... I can't roll with men like that. I'm yeah, no, and then let me tell you, girl, I really, at this point, if he's listening, it, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Yeah. He, so we finally left the establishment, went outside. Um, he sat in my car before he left and he was like, um, you good? And I was like, no, not really. <laughs> and he was like, oh, but you looking real good. He was like, dumb and bistles. Sir, if you will if you don't get the F star, 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 star out my car, what you mean give you a kid? Oh, oh you drove? Like, yeah. Huh? You drove? Yeah, we drove separate cars. Oh. Here's the oh, question. Oh, yeah, girl. Oh, Here's no, I don't need you to pick me up because I don't need you to know where I stay at. Here's the question. How mm-hmm. old was he? Listen. 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 33. Oh, old enough to know better. However, we know we know how the age works with men. It's similar to dogs, but backwards. Yeah, right. Can do so, it. you know. But I just don't feel like you need to be any particular age to understand what danger looks like. Oh, I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. And to have a emotional intelligence I'm to know you. time and place. Yeah, yeah, and that. Listen, when I t- two weeks ago, I, first of all, I'm traumatized. I, at this point, I don't even, I don't even want to go nowhere. I just want to be in my basement and I don't want to talk to nobody's son because clearly they're not doing what they need to do with these kids. Because this man really giggled in my face. Like we, when we went back in the club and I went to get my jacket, the employees were pointing to the window that we were standing in front of, and there was a bullet hole. Oh in no! In the window. No, they ain't talking about that. <laughs> I don't, I, I didn't even have a hee-hee or a ha-ha. No, no. I had nothing. What spot is this? I'm sorry? What was this? It's, it's a club? Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, it was a lounge and it's a beautiful lounge. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I would not have expected it, but I will say all y'all that own these spots, y'all need to have dress codes because when you have a dress code, you kind of wean out mm-hmm. some of the people that be out here doing yeah. unnecessary shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. No. that's that's too much uh, well girl i'm glad you survived <laughs> me too well, that's why too yeah. after you, i have kids i uh, you know I, i'm from california and all of that happens in california when you were younger Ooh. but after i have kids i i i stopped going places like that yeah yeah you know so so you know i just have to go there when i'm listening to both of you share like all of your responsibilities, everything you're juggling, all the things you got to do. And then bam, okay, dating is not necessarily like the number one not thing on my list. Now, we all know in order for any of us to establish and cultivate a relationship, we need to be able to invest time. 
sometimes we want what we truly cannot give, right? Just mm-hmm. in fairness, right? I've been there. I know that obviously you you both obviously have been there as well. Like we want it, but we know we can't truly give the investment. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people are very needy, right? Some people mm-hmm. are like time sucks, right? Um, and it, it it has no no respectful person. Neediness is neediness is neediness. But I often wonder some of the men that you may be encountering or females, if you know, for, for those that are fluid and date females, um, as well as men, um, is it that maybe the other people just don't have the same responsibilities, meaning, or maybe they're just irresponsible, or maybe, <laughs> maybe it's not that big of a deal if their house is clean, they're at work on time, they are spending, because if some of the men that you speak on, they may have children as well, but they're not investing the same time that you're investing in yours. No, right. besides the, the children stays with the mother most of the time. Exactly. Right. So see, these, you know? are the, uh, these are the differences. And sometimes when men put demands on women, like you're saying, Kia, about mm-hmm. I'm going to call you at six and want to know if you want to go out at 10. When I see that happen often, I mean, I'm petty. I've been known to be. And I know that I definitely have thrown off at them like, well, I got my kids like, where are yours? I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't have to explain <laughs> what I got going on. And and I see in the DMV and a lot, this is a global situation uh-huh. that women are taking on a lot of responsibilities. They're wearing uh-huh. a million hats while married, while dating, children, school, mm-hmm. and all these things. And then you see some of the men no. They don't have anybody. They're, they don't have they're, any of those they're either summer dad or weekend dads. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, mom is doing all the cleaning. Mom is doing yeah. all the prep. Um, you know, the women in their life is always taking care of them. Uh, or they have asked do the things that you know yeah. they're not involved. They only do the fun things. Like um, maybe they have their leisure things that they're into because. Some people can be extremely selfish. So maybe they only have those leisure things that they're into only serving themselves. You know right. what I mean? And so mm-hmm. then they go and they date multiple women or date women because of their availability. I go back to the accessibility. Oh, you you accessible today. You're available today. Let's go out on a date. And then tomorrow it's the same thing. And the same thing, the same thing. And the women like you both are, you're not available all the time. You got shiggity to do. Right. So here's the challenge with those types of yeah. Can I share your story? He probably just um a month ago. I mean two months ago, I met him on what do you call that? Tinder. No. Uh, Bagel meats. Who? Bagel Bagel meats. Oh yeah. That sounds that sounds like somewhere I could find bagel meat coffee. My my niece met her husband on there. I'm like, oh, okay. Let me go, let me try that. Right. Go shop for oh, what's husband. that called? Let me write this down. You said bagel meets coffee. Bagel meets coffee. My 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 niece met her husband on there, and I was like, let me try that because I try match, and I have a story for match too. Match owe me money. <laughs> owe me a refund for match. I'll refund. tell you a whole life story. A story for match. Well, anyway, mm-hmm. I met this this gentleman. Uh, we went to act, we, we went out a couple times, a few times, two twice, and then he literally said this to me. He goes, "Betty, you shouldn't date." He said, "You should not date." I should not date. Okay. I'm like, "Okay, explain to me why you you, you said that." He said, "One, um, you're old. 
Bit oh girl, hold on. Yes. Okay, wait, hold on. Now, wait, and I'm like, hold I'm old. He goes, How old is I he? Am, he is 50. And I looked at him, okay. So and I was calm, you know, I was calm. I was calm. And then he's like, This is a oh. black man. <laughs> yes. And then oh, he, he said, got some nerve. Oh my god. And then he said, and because you're so settled in your way. You settled in your ways. You're not gonna change your ways. I'm like, okay. And third, you don't have time. He should have led with that and left the other, the other, the first one out. I know. Because the first one ain't got crap to do with crap. I know. Okay. And then, and then because oh. he, his, his daughter is older, right? He has older kids. Um, and so I'm like, okay, explain that to me why you think I should, you know, he, he said that because I don't have time. I work on the weekends and he works, you know, he's, he works, um, with, you know, from Monday to Friday and he has the weekends. And then what if he wants to go somewhere and I'm not available? So I'm like, so I'm the, then I'm the, I'm wrong for you. The wrong person for you. That part. Then we don't have to date. Yeah. You know, and I, 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 I was calm. I didn't, I didn't say anything. That's all I had said. I paid for, for lunch. I left. You paid for lunch? Uh, because I felt like, because I, I wanted to leave. I just wanted to yeah, leave. Good for you. And I wanted to play. I, I just want to pay lunch. And that was it. I, you know, I, I, I didn't want to be petty. Yeah. You know what I mean, I didn't want to be petty. So Wait. I told the, the waitress, I'm like, let me, let me pay for this. And I just left. And I never saw him again. Wait, to the listeners, if you could just see Kia's <laughs> facial and body expressions. <laughs> Because I was, I was, I was already like wanted to leave. I don't want. I'm okay to- with that. I'm okay with that. You did what you felt you had to do. I, I'm just stuck on the audacity that somebody's grown ass son said it in your face, girl. I thought this was a damn email or a text message. He said it to you. girl. First of all. First of all, he that the first one, the first step that he would, you're old. Okay, well, my bladder don't work. I got to go to the bathroom. And I just shimmied my way straight to the damn car. I think what he meant was like, you're old because you said on your ways. You're not going to change your ways. I'm like, change. First of all, I'm not going to say what he might have meant because he said he's 50, which means he knows how to use verb yes. and agreement. So he know how to use words and say exactly what he means. So he said what he said. So uh, then, and so then if you said, listening, don't nobody want you anyways. And then he said this, and then he said, um, uh, what did he say? I totally forgot. I was so upset that I can't even forget, but, uh, but then the word old, it's just like, it's still in my head, right? Yeah. Oh, he said, because you, you're so set on your ways and you, um, if a guy wants to be in your life, he would have to come correct. I'm oh, like, yeah. and? I'm like, what's wrong okay. with that? See. I'm like, no, okay, no. if you see that, then you better come correct. No, those are the those are the type of men that don't feel like coming correct. They want mm-hmm. to play games. They want to bullshit you. They want to give you a portion of what you truly deserve as a human mm-hmm. that they are attempting to entertain or grab the affections thereof. So you we have to, you know, people will show you who they are. Mm-hmm. never need to make excuses for them they will tell you who they are and we mm-hmm. i don't care if it's two hours or if it's 24 days or if it's six months or whatever 
when they begin to deliver who they are to you, Uh you got to make a decision in that moment. Is this right for me? I owe you nothing. So my walk away game is real. Um, So don't, don't, you know, I don't think that any of us should be in spaces where we feel humiliated by about our age, about our Mm -hmm. age, about having children, about who we are, about our expectations as a human when we're coming together with someone. And if what the person in front of you is saying to you doesn't line up, then it's simple. Baby, it's not you, it's me. This doesn't work for me. And everything he said to more, If he would just say, Mm. our schedule doesn't align together, our schedule doesn't match, blah, blah, blah. But because he, I think he was trying to, because I have this thing where I have to get to know you more for me to be warmed up to you. Yeah, right? yes. you can also make adjustments with your life. Yeah. That's and the other so, thing. We make adjustments. Yeah. We're not going to do that just out the gate because I'm, because we're having coffee and donuts. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and I, don't, I don't know what made him say those things, but then I, I made it, I, I just kind of like, okay, you know, let me just get wrap the check and let me let me pay your 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 meal too and let just let me go just let had me you, go had you met him before or this was your first meeting no that was the second meeting the first <laughs> meeting that was the first meeting was he he said something else um because i don't know why i now i'm look I'm, now i'm looking back like why these men would say things to me that i just I just kind of allowed it to happen. But the first day he um, he said, I am a feminist. This is why you're not married. Oh, and I'm like, and I, I, and I, and now I'm looking, now I'm thinking what made him say that to me, right? Yeah, because you came um, out opinionated and strong. And some, some men are very, very turned off by the strength of a woman. But here's the deal. Some people want your time when it's convenient for them. And then as soon as you pivot and you are available to them and give them all that time, they won't have time for you. Mm-hmm. So we have to be careful with people yeah. that are time sucks. Um, yes. Not just that, like for me personally, I have a real hard time with spending time with people that drain me. And, mm-hmm. and although I've had a bad habit of giving space and time to people and staying far too long after the expiration date, now me being so aware of myself, I am so careful and, mm-hmm. and protective of my time. And I listen and, right. I, and, I, and I look at people very early and see if if I'm a good fit for them and if they're a good fit for me. I tend to blame it on myself so that I don't, you know, I don't offend and have people all in their feelings. But mm-hmm. I mean, I always tell them I'm a Sagittarius and I like to move freely and I don't like mm-hmm. tied down to things. Yeah. And if there's no purpose for our connection when we're talking about intimate connections, I just can't stay long. I, I can't. Yeah. And, meeting someone online and they're saying the things that they're saying to you better you know that you deserve better than that so don't ever let another guy come Mm -hmm. that way 
And because you have, you can make the decision to say this conversation is over. Talk mm-hmm. to you later. It was nice meeting you. Gotta go. I really yeah. don't have time. <laughs> and I'm trying to yeah. remember. I'm trying to remember what made what the conversation because I'm very kind. I'm, I'm opinionated too. You know what I mean. Um, I have my own. You know, I I'll say things and bluntly, and I'm, I don't hold things back. That's frightening for some for the wrong man. That's yeah. So and and plus, like I said, it takes time for me to warm up, right? Um, and a lot of times, to be honest, they're not used to they're not used to you being opinionated me. because they have a stereotype in their mind already about Asian women. Yes, mm-hmm. they already think that you're not supposed to talk back, yep. that you just do what you're told. So then you come out the gate and you're sharing your opinion. You have the audacity, have an opinion. Yeah, you remind them of those black women that they're avoiding. Right, <laughs> right. So, so go back to my my son's father. Okay, my son's father, he saw me working in the nail salon. He thought I was, you know, he watched Sam movies, Japanese, where, you know, they hand, you know, they, you know, cater to the men. Oh, so, but he didn't, he didn't know that I was raised by a strong woman. My mother is a strong woman. And he said, Betty, you, you remind me of a black woman. Mm. Oh, you, thank you. I appreciate mm. it. And then he's like, I would never let the short shit boss me around. He said that? The short girl, I mean, short girl Mm -hmm. boss me around because he thinks I'm so short. He is six foot two. Oh, wow. And literally, every time I argue with him, I want to reach a spatula. I want to reach and slap him because I can't. But you got to jump. I got to jump. on a chair. I gotta get on that. Though. Wait till you land in the bed and just reach over. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, I want to slap him because he makes me so mad. And he's like, You are not Asian, you know. I'm like, You damn right. You need to, if you want this kind of Asian woman, you need to go back to wherever you, you know, to Vietnam, to Japan, to to over there. You right, know? in a small and, little village, all yeah, the way in the there. back. Mm-hmm. And, and don't, don't, you know, and um. The whole time, and, the whole relationship, he just kind of, that's why we didn't work out because I was running a business. Um, he never helped. He has a reason for that. He bailed out on the business, let me stranded. Oh. You know, he was supposed to go in there with me 50 and 50. Like I told you, I was, I was looking for a partner to build an empire, yeah. right? And I, was, I, I set up everything and I saw that he's very handyman and I saw him doing real estate that time. I had a rental. I, I was trying to get business. That's a side that we can get, you know, um, money, you know, uh, to accumulate, right? At uh, that passive income. Rental would be passive income. Yeah. Well, so, you, you, and, you sound like you dodged the bullet. Wait a minute. How long were you married to him, Betty? I was not married. I was with him for five years. Oh. Did he want and to I be knew, married? At first, I did because I, I we had a child together, mm-hmm. and just because of being with him all those five years, I did not want to get married. Yeah, because he let yeah. me stranded. Pi, he let he bailed out on the business, and that's why I end up doing it all by myself. Mm-hmm. So I lost a rental home. I lost a home with him. I lost a business because. I didn't have anybody to take care of my son. 
So mm-hmm. stressful. You know, at one point I had to take my son out to the to the salon. So I end up losing, I lost that business. I lost everything. The wow. only thing I did was with my mind. Right. And that's that's important because you can build everything else. It I can might build suck. Anything. For me, it's like I can make money, but I cannot, I need to find myself again. So yeah. I I um I, I told him I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. And I gave him the house. We had a big house. It was a 3,500, you know, square feet home. It was a, it was not a home, but it was a house. Yeah. Um, his, he didn't, he was, he was so petty that he wanted me to stay home. He wanted me to give up my business. He wanted me to be mm. like, home and, and, and take care of my child. And so he can give me a budget. Guess how yeah, he wanted control. How old was he again? How old was he? You know, I like to ask age. He is, he was, he's eight years older than me. He's, he's, um, I don't, I don't know. He just had a birthday. I don't really, I, I'm just so, you know. I, was yeah. he a Southern man? Yes. How yeah, do you know? He wanted, he wanted control and he has an idea of what a man's role and what a woman's role in a relationship looks like. Because, you know, that time nails were booming. My family business, I had a business, a family business that I can take advantage of, right? I was making 5000 a month, five 6000 mm. a month. I was making a lot. And then for me to give that up. Yeah. And I said, okay, how much budget, how much are you going to be willing to give me? He goes, 500 I'm like, $500? $500? Yes. American dollars, you learn. a U.S. dollar, girl, chabu. You know what? One, I want to say kudos to you for having that child and not thinking that you needed to be forced into a marriage. No, so you dodged the bullet on that one, and I say thumbs up to you for that. But that man, no, he was not wrong, but he was dead wrong for talking about a five hundred dollar budget. Five hundred, and I tell well, you, you out here making, you making. Was making money. Was this like yeah. the eighties or something? <laughs> what? Right. <laughs> I said, you know, you know, you know that with me making money, you making money, you know, it's a double. Right. Know? So for me, and the, you know, my my, I actually try to stay home. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not. You know, I, I'm very active. I'm. You know, I go to the gym, and he was not a gym fanatic, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I would, you know, I would leave him home. I'm like, I said, I need the gym. And he thought that I was cheating at the gym. Yes. If, Cause if I like sweaty man, balls. If this man can build a gym for me, he would. <laughs> I dated, I dated just like that. I dated an older man, mm-hmm. super insecure. And he wasn't, he wasn't able to work out and things like that. So I was in the hair salon. I was, I had a salon too up off Backlick Road. And I also ran a salon in Fort Belvoir for many years. And my kids were super active. And he thought that every time I left the house, every time I went to church, every time I went running, every time I cut, you know, hair or, or whatever, that I must've been cheating on him. And he too wanted, he, as much as he loved me being independent, I think he would have preferred me being more dependent on him and Mm -hmm. home and it was never going to work. Like I am personally not that type of fly. I'm not a cactus. I'm a flower that Mm -hmm. always always blooming and it takes a special type of man, honestly, Mm -hmm. to handle women who are growing and are creating and are 
dreamers, you know what I'm yes. saying? Right. But oftentimes who are attract the people that are attracted to us are stationary. They're not yeah. right. Bruh, what do you think mm-hmm. is going to happen if right. steady growing and mm-hmm. growing? They would honestly, some of those would they kind of think that you're just going to gravitate to just be their bush and i'm like that's That's not not how that works no and they're attracted to us being creative and yes 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 yazzy but then they don't know what to do with us i go back to being self-aware when we're self-aware we can remove ourselves from relationships like that early yeah right so every time i go run miles i would come home right i would see him on the couch and i swear i i saw death on the couch and I'm like, you know what? Are, we, are you going to be like this? Are you going to be like this in the next 10 years? I'm not having it. Yeah. And what would I'm he not say? It. Huh? What would he say? He didn't care. He just looked at me. He's like, he just, he, he could never answer whenever I, I talked to him. And do you know his petty ass gets to me? He knows I love sex, right? Oh, not that. He held it out, out on me. He would have held out. I literally, I literally raped him. Not, not raped him, but like, mm-hmm. like jump on him, get everything I could to get it. But he would not. He would not. He but he was holding it. And he was holding it like a bitch, right? Like a, a woman. The woman. Damn, so I, Betty. I felt like I, felt like I was Damn, the man. Betty. I was the man. I was the man in the and you know, and I was like, you know what? And I told him, I could have cheated on your ass Mm-mm-mm. but i didn't and that time every single male in the gym hot looking i did not even do it i would not even go there because i believe in you know of course morals and I, i'm not I, even though i was lacking so many things in my life at that point time i chose not to cheat you were still faithful you were still trying to i was i was I, I was like, you know, let me just finish this and then I'll go out my, you know, I'll, I'll you know, yeah. get Ooh, one. Girl. He ended up cheating on he, he, girl, he, he, I knew the whole entire time with a white woman. Oh. That's why I'm like, now we have another subject about white woman and black man too. So if I hear another I'm white dead. woman of black men, I'm gonna crunch. I'm, I'm gonna dead. crunch. I'm dead. I was like, I'm you, dead. You know, you're kidding me, right? I built. I was trying to build this man. How? And we we bought the house. We got the. You know, I was. We were into a business. I uh-huh. had it planned out for us, for you to mess around. What a what and you guess what? She's a trailer. I mean, would you would you have been happier if she was black? No, 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 you know what? I um I don't know what you think. I don't uh-huh. know, but that time she's she got she's married, she got seven kids, she's Dude. between I mean, her he, two he really lowballed himself. No, he ain't low by himself. You know what he was doing? He was looking for somebody he could control. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? When I, um, she is the type that was easy to control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, had to be. So, had to be. So he was like, I'm not feeling about find me another Betty. 
Let me That's go find somebody. Seven kids, I would do anything to have a man at home. Yeah, yeah. Seven she seven kids, right? That's with him. She would do anything to have him, and she, you know, she saw, she knew about me. She was like, um, I spent all this time with you, and you didn't have a home with me, but then you had a home with this Asian. You know, it was a whole mess. Yes. Mm. So yes. So I. It was. Yeah. It was it was, yeah, but he kept going back and forth with her. So finally, I said, I'm giving you the blessing. You need to go with her. I'm out. Ooh, child. You handled that said, so and, well. <laughs> and I said, I'm out. I, you can have the house. I don't care about the house. That's part Burn the like, blood clot house down. Yeah. Put it down. You're not going to have your girlfriend in the house with your seven kids. Ain't happening. Yeah, so I, I took my child to my to back to my mom's house, you know, my rental. I took back the rental. My rental was like a mess, a hot mess. He was so petty that he didn't want to help me to move into that rental. Right? You know the windows, there's no there's no you know, blinds. Mm-hmm. I asked him, can you help me? to cover this because I don't want to have kids. I don't want anybody to look into the windows. Guess what he did? What? He put newspaper. <laughs> Girl, I'm done. I'm done. You know what? All you, you can do, I was like, no you problem. Can do is just be glad that you know you made the decision to yeah. step away because at the end of the day, you raised a son by this man. And that boy would have watched his father do what he do and emulate that. And then somebody else's daughter would be out here dealing with some old mess. So you did a great job removing your son from that environment. It may have sucked. It may have been hard. But you don't know what that second and third order effect of you making a hard decision could have made for not just your son, but his children. Because for any man that bore children with a woman to sit there and not want to help you to make sure that you and your kids feel safe and secure in a place that, that to me, sir, you listen, boys hit puberty at at 11. So anybody can have kids. So just because this man had a child doesn't make him a father. And that's the unfortunate truth. And it's, it doesn't make the situation any easier but you made the right decision because that right there, I, I couldn't, I, that, mm-mm. that's, yeah. that's crazy. But, you know, I think it's a lot of it has to do with him wanting to control me. Um, one time, you know, lots of times when I'm running a business, right? I don't come home until almost 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I come home, diapers need to be changed and, I'm, and he'll just sit there and watch whatever day I'm on the TV. And I'm just, I picked up the child. I'm like, I don't recognize this baby. Who's this baby? You know, it needs to be changed. Right. <laughs> so, and then, and then I got so mad at him. He works and he come home earlier than me. He was like, go oh, call me at the shop. He goes, Betty, can you stop me and get me beer? I did it once or twice. I did it a few times because I believe in, you know, taking care of my man. But, but some, some, you know, the, and I'm like, you know what? If you don't get up and get your damn beer, that's what I said. It got to that point. I was like, you know, I was screaming on the phone. That's when I knew I that was done. 
I, I, yeah. I, 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 I definitely with the wrong brother, the wrong yeah. man, period. And because, because you know, of course, and then and go those behaviors can come in any package. Mm-hmm. Those those behaviors can come in any package, right? You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So that was just the wrong person, man. period. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. no. It, anyway, th- this is what I do with my clients and my staff. So what have you learned? Right. <laughs> Me. So what did um, you learn in all of that? Yes. I, you know what, I've learned that when it comes to dating, I need to go back and work on that child, you know, the eight years old, because I allowed it to happen to me over and over and over. Finally, this, this last two years, this last year, I finally decided I'm not going to date until I fix myself because you know, I probably allowed all of that to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You cannot go on out here dating when you're broken. Yes. When you're not healed. Yeah. When you're not, you know, like um, Queenie said, you're not awareness. Yeah. You have to come. So you got to be you know, it's it's a it's a it's a jungle out there. Yeah. It's a jungle out there. So I'm not putting myself out there anymore. Yeah. There's a jungle out there, but I want to add this. One thing I see that women do, and I'm sure that some of the listeners will probably agree with me. A lot of us women will fix ourselves and fix ourselves and fix ourselves and fix ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we still run into broken men. Absolutely. So know that the more you fix yourself, the, the smaller your pool of availability will be. Mm-hmm. But you will likely have the quality to bubble up to the top. Yep. Because mm-hmm. when you're broken, you'll settle for anything and anybody. Mm-hmm. When you are searching for yourself or home or some type of fixation in someone else, you'll just connect. Doesn't matter yeah. wherever you find it. But when yeah. you are whole and you're fixing your, you know, you've you've healed. Cause I think it's it's a constant stage of of evolving and healing we'll never just wake up and be like i'm fully together (laughs) right but the more you work on self the less (laughs) you'll be willing to tolerate the things that don't serve you well in your life the more purpose filled life you have and meaningful life you have and you set your intentions to do so you will settle less for the nonsense. And yeah. then you will be sitting at home alone because you're choosing not to deal with the riffraff. Right. You know what I'm saying? So just prepare for that because I know personally for me, I have a low tolerance. As much as I love love and I love relationships, I have a low tolerance for, um, for immature men. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a very low tolerance for irresponsible men. I have a even lower tolerance for men that are no longer growing. And those mm-hmm. are the challenges I have because to be honest with you, and I'll just be transparent, I tend to date older. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you meet older men that are, as Betty say, set in their ways mm-hmm. and there's no real room for growth or any more development. So yeah. I bore quickly in those spaces. Yeah. Right? But but that's something I know about myself. And so I just choose to try my, to try to be conscious of the relationships I'm allowing myself to get into so that I'm not wasting my time or their time. 
yeah heal but know that the options will become fewer and more fewer but more quality and you know what's waiting for you I tend to pick older men as well right Mm -hmm. and they're not they're compared to my maturity and their maturity it's way different of course yeah like that's what I said earlier different but think about it, ladies, the responsibilities for most men are just different. We mature a lot faster mm-hmm. than all, but a lot of us mature a lot faster because we are hell bent on all with, with all these responsibilities. Right. In the beginning, we have, we trying to finish school. We're trying to, you know, get these jobs. We're, you know, we're constantly competing mm-hmm. with every single thing that's out here. We're, yeah. you know, age, children. We got all these things, Betty, as you're saying, like someone say that you're old. I get, you know, a man can be 80 years old and still be getting 40 year old women. But when yeah. you, you know, you're telling me I'm 50 and I'm old. How, how sweaty. Right. So we have right. these pressures and we're constantly running against the clock. So we're juggling things all the way up. We're ten, 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 most of the time we're left with the kids, raising them for mm-hmm. whatever reason is. So we have a different level of responsibility. And then these men are able to go to their jobs, advance in their careers, travel mm-hmm. the world, do all these other things, have, you know, have a great illustrious dating life if they choose. Yeah, they may lose a little bit of money in the divorce, you know, that type of thing, but they are still able to bounce right back door and have a life and have a life yeah and then mm -hmm. and then a lot of times like women when we are healing when we're in our season of growth and things like that because I've had this issue so I'll speak for myself I've been in my season of growth now since 2017 right I got out of a, a marriage I met a man that I just knew I was built and designed by God for. This man touched my entire spirit. And we we still talk to this day. He's my best friend. Um, and when we broke up, it hurt. I was devastated. But the relationship that we had taught me so much about myself. He was a man that definitely facilitated my growth in self. And I tell him that and I thank him for that every day. Um, but as we grow and we're in our growing season, we find ourselves being maternal to men that are broken. Mm -hmm. So then these broken men that are attracted to our light and they're attracted to our spontaneity and our ability to create these boundaries, they're attracted to it. Then when they experience the boundaries, when they experience the no nonsense, they don't like it because although they were attracted to it. And then I found myself where, okay, well, you know, I used to, you know, react a certain way when I was younger, or I used to be bothered by certain things, or I would navigate life a certain way. So I understand why he does what he does. I understand that he's not in his growing season like I like I am. I understand that he may not be where I am mentally or emotionally or spiritually. So I'm going to give him time. I'm going to give him space. I'm going to give him understanding, but I, that's not my job. That's not my job. My job is to allow this man to find his own journey towards healing in his own space. And it doesn't have to be in my space. And it took, it's taking me time to really understand that because I find myself wanting to be a fixer. 
right? I find myself wanting to be the one person that truly understands where you're coming from. I find myself being that person that I want, I want you to be able to talk to me and unload on me. But then I remember I'm an empath. So when you yeah. unload on me, I'm drained for like a week because I need to recuperate. And that's just not my job. It is my job to shine the light that I have to show you the journey I'm on. And I hope you take some tools from it. You have a good day. But this this space, we can't share it. And it, it took me some time to really get there. And I'm there now. So now when I find myself in situations with men that just don't serve me well, mm-hmm. I have to separate myself. Could we be friends? Potentially. Do I feel the need to be your friend? Not really, because then that's just your way of holding on to me to, to keep me looped in that emotional whirlwind. But... I know for me, while I was in my growing season heavy, a lot of broken men found me. A lot of men coming from spaces that I was coming from found me. And, you know, I would find myself, they would want to argue. And I say, hey, I was like, you shouldn't talk to me like that. I don't like what you're saying to me. I think if you can't communicate well, I think that you need to, we need to get off the phone and we can try again later. And all that did was confuse them, right? Yeah. Now they think I'm soft. Yeah. <laughs> now they think I can't get there. Yeah. Right. But I don't want to have to go there for you to respect me. Mm-hmm. I want you to respect the fact that I'm talking to you like my man, that I'm talking to you like that king that you say that's the yeah. space you want to fulfill. Right. But you don't respect when somebody is coming there because you aren't healed yet because you are used to toxic relationships because that's how you see love, right? And that's a space where I'm coming from. I thought the toxic shenanigans, the yelling and the hooping and the hollering, that that was, okay, the more we argue, they must love me because whatever I'm doing bothers them. So they, And now I'm here. So while you're healing, Betty, pay attention to the men that do come into your life and once you realize they don't serve you or you have to sit back and you have to think too much and you're not thinking too much good that means that you got to separate yourself from that space because it's it's going to stunt your growth or you're going to push too much energy into somebody who doesn't deserve it and you know true and this too though when you meet the wrong man it triggers Mm. Oh, yeah. your insecurities your, your you know everything um mm. in relationship and he did that you know mm. and, and I, I noticed that every time I'm in the relationship right I have noticed that why does it every you know it triggers it gives me the triggers and it's just the brief the pattern repeats again and again and again so finally just this last year I'm like I, I'm sick and tired of this no more dating for me. I choose, yeah. I choose me. Yeah. First. So I am done fixing like you. I'm an empath. I'm done building. <laughs> I'm done. I, I'm stepping away from it. On yeah. yeah. Dating. Um, so this, you know, Valentine, this, you know, every at Valentine's, I'm okay to spend time with myself and usually with my son. <laughs> You know, I'll buy him a box of chocolate um, and, you know, and I'll have a wine and, you know, that's fine. And, yeah. And oh, that's yeah, what I do every year. Huh? Gotta have the wine. Gotta have the wine. 
Got to. Got to have the wine. So I, I know it's about time for us to wrap this up, but Betty, you said something the other day that made me think about um, a place that I found myself, or I still find myself currently in life. The other day you mentioned um, that you found, you found yourself, or now at that time when you had, um, when you were talking to us, you mentioned that um, you found yourself asking, do you really want to be with this guy? Like, did you really love this person? Were you like, did you really love him? Did you really want to be with that person? And I think you were saying that you realized that you really didn't want to be with them, but you had still said yes to them, <laughs> to being with them. I have to go back because I think this was in our first podcast together when you mentioned it, but it made me think about this. Um, and I was going to mention it on the last show and I just didn't get a chance to, um, for me, I'm at a place, and this is where I, I wish this for every woman to get here, right? And I think we all get there in our own time. Uh, I know my mother was there, but rest her soul, she was there. And uh, <laughs> it's a place of you having the right to choose mm. the person that's right for you. I know for me, I've been married a couple of times mm-hmm. early on. And each time I was married for a different reason, but it was never my reason. Mm. Um, It was because he wanted to get married. Christianity told me I was supposed to be married. I couldn't be an unwed mom. Mm. Unity thought I was supposed to get married. You see what I'm saying? Society told me I was supposed to get married. Also, society said, you know, you have two children now. Who would now want to marry you? So you better take this one and marry him. Right. Um, and I remember thinking not, not one of those times was it because I truly wanted to spend my life with this person. Right. It was based on, okay, I got these kids. or Okay. If I'm calling myself in the church, then I better do that. And that was then I'm so delivered now from all that. Right. All that stuff. My beliefs are totally different now. And I feel more free because. I have, I'm in a position where I can choose what's right for me. I can allow hard over, you know, hard over mind any day. Sure. I can just be all, you know, loving and, oh, you know, I just love, I'm just running through the daggone, you know, the flower field and and crap. (laughs) Right. But trust me, it's a matter of time when I reel myself back and I'm like, does this relationship do me well? Are we going where I truly want to go? Can I look at this person, fully respect them and see them for who they are and still want to be with them, right? Mm-hmm. I no longer have to be with someone based on the fact I have kids at home or based on the fact maybe I'm scared to do it by myself or based on a religious belief or based on the fact that someone told me I'm too old. You're just going to die. You're going to die single. You're going to die with a house full of cats. I have a house full of cats in peace. I'm good with that. Hello. Right. What I'm not good with is settling anymore for a person because they're choosing me. Right. I'm not arrogant, nor am I narcissistic, but I do feel like I'm a valuable prize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer you that, Quinny, for the first time in my entire life that I actually... Um, but um, I can like a person right now. Have um, secret admirer, right? That I like, 
I'm not gonna mention him. This he's, is not the one that sent you that wedding ring in the mail. Like, I don't know who sent me the damn ring. I'm still trying to figure out who, who who's a stalker here. Yes, I saw the ring, child. I'm like, who out here spending money and not saying nothing? This podcast, please come out and tell me who sent this ring. Yeah, please do, because otherwise you're seeming a pretty, pretty creepy. Right. It's not okay. Um. Um. Well, and you can like someone, right? You can hold them dearly to your heart, but you don't have to be with them. No, right. God, you are so right. This is the first time it's been 50 years of my life, you know, let's say, you know, mm-hmm. 20, 30 years of my life. I can actually in this play can say that. Yeah. Before I was like, no, before that was like, oh my God, I have to be with him because I'm getting old. Or my sister's like, are, you know, my sister, I have a sister, it's like, are you going to really, are you going to really, um, don't you want somebody? Are you going to be old without anyone? you're gonna you know like you're gonna die alone it's yeah. like it's always telling me that and <laughs> for the first time I actually like someone and I I can have him in my heart I don't have to be with him because well, I know I huh well you know I've already told you you don't have to be alone you look you can you can date as many as you choose honey don't let nobody fool you you do not have the time to devote into a one person it takes time to build those relationships you know what because I'm surrounded my sister and them they married you know it was harder when I first moved here because everybody has their own house yeah everybody has their own thing and every event every wedding every birthdays every time I will show up alone I'm still showing up alone girl please you see again this is where we differ I don't mind showing up alone. I'm like notorious for doing no, that. No, no, no. I don't mind showing up alone. But, but, I, mm-hmm. but I'll also go grab somebody's son and be like, hey, come come with me. <laughs> no, 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 Quinny. It's just not that. I don't mind being alone. But I mm-hmm. hear, I, I, I would hear it from some, you know, my sister. And I get set up all the time mm-hmm. from them. Oh, now yeah. they don't do it anymore. Good. Um, but because um, I... I don't believe in setting up. I believe in finding, you know, that person for me when it's the right time. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm like, forget it. We gonna. We gonna take about four different people home for thanks for everything for Thanksgiving for the next four years. Hey y'all, I'm bringing a friend. I mean, I. You know, if my sister and them would say, they would tell you, they'd be like, okay, sis is like, look, they used to say, say this about my mother. They used to be like, she lets no grass grow up on her feet. My mom. My mom. That's had, what I'm had, talking about. She, my mom did not play. Okay, there was there was no shortage of men. All right, because she shook the she shook the shame of oh you must be a whore or oh she yeah. a strumpet or a slut. She shook all that shame. She could care less what people said. She mm-hmm. lived her life to the fullest, and she chose men for herself. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they were neighbors. She chose. And I say that because people that remember witnessed it, she was definitely dating two neighbors. But my point is, right? <laughs> she shook she... the shame of people judging her and she lived her life freely. Even if I didn't agree with it, she lived her own life and she dated the way she chose to date. She married as many times as she chose to marry. And she left here having lived and experienced a variety of people and and things right yes so for me all because I'm not married 
and I want to have a festive time and I want to have a dance partner. Oh, I'm taking somebody down south with me. Like, hey, you want to roll? Let's go. You know what I'm saying? I family, they know it. They know already that, that she's bringing somebody. And <laughs> you know, until well, I Quinny, until I find my full time person, it will yeah. work. It will be well, Quinny. I, you know, it's different for me. I, you know, my sister and them, they're married, right? And mm-hmm. I, I'm not married. But I have, I'm like you, I can pick whoever I want, but I'm very selective, you know, I'm very selective. The last guy I took home was 10 years ago. Mm. I recently brought someone home 10 years after. It's been 10 years, right? Yes. For me to bring somebody home, it has to be very special. Oh yeah, they don't have to be special for me. They're just friends. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean but you, you know what I'm talking about it, 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 and I do you know um, yeah what about you like and I know I know I'm just different I'm a little more fluid than than most but again I don't have small children and my kids mm-hmm. know how I operate they know mom has tons of friends so yeah. they unless I introduce someone to them as my partner as mm-hmm. my boyfriend or my lover they just assume it's mom's friend. No. And they don't even, right. you know what I'm saying? So the Kim, person, what about you? Because I'm I'm super. <laughs> no, the so, person I brought home is a friend. But what that meant by special, meaning um, can't be just anybody. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? But yeah. I'll into, it's a friend. It's, it's a friend. Okay. It's like a, <laughs> I get it. Kim, yeah. So for me, um, I... I don't, when we're talking about my, my family, large scale size family, I'm not too concerned with their thoughts or whatever. Right. Cause I've been married twice and you know, most of my family, especially being from the islands, most people from the Caribbean are religious because that was indoctrinated in such a small space. So my family is very much Christian. Okay. So my yeah. uncle's like, Oh yeah, play with Jesus, you know, sanctity and marriage. And I was like, I do, but however, comma space, um, I don't have a desire to stay in a marriage where I'm not happy, healthy, or safe. I have no desire to play in a relationship just to appease y'all. And, um, half of y'all are married and y'all been cheating on each other for 20 years. Same. Right. So I, I'm I'm fine if that's the sanctity of marriage that you're referencing. I have no desire. So with my large scale family, I don't even think about it to that degree of that person needing to mean something to me to take them home because I'm not concerned with their thoughts. Now, where I draw the line is my grandmother, yeah, my stepmom my aunt and um my aunt and uncle mm-hmm. and the whole like they're eh, that's where I draw the line if you meet those people you in you locked in mm-hmm. that's it but my large-scale family like if I were to go home for you know the holidays or whatever my grandmother is my paternal grandmother my aunt and uncle they are my maternal side of the family but they don't necessarily always go back home. And then my stepmom is on my father's side. So this is mainly my mom's side of the family that is large. And if I were to go home and I was dating somebody, I would take them and I wouldn't be too, it wouldn't bother me one bit. But I, one, I don't go home as frequently as I used to. Um, 
And two, I just, I, I just, I, honestly, I don't be wanting to take nobody home because I'd be having people I want to meet up with. Oh, I got it. Trust me. So, I mean, if I bring you, that's cool. But if I don't bring you, that's cool too, because I got friends, you know, ludicrous, yeah. different area codes, yeah. you know. So let me stop for these people think I'm out here loose in the goose. That's so funny. I can relate to you, Kia, because um, my father recently passed away. Well, in 2020, but sorry, people met. Thank you so much. When people met my dad, it was because Betty, they were actually special. Right. Mm -hmm. Although I love people to meet my dad because I thought my dad was awesome. So for me, it was like, it's a privilege for you to meet my dad because my dad's awesome. So I want to make sure you meet him because I want you to understand why I feel so awesome about him. Right. Right. But only maybe two guys other than my kid's father that I ever took to meet my father and said, okay, dad, I'm actually dating him. Yeah. I'm actually dating. I think it was just one. No, it was two. It was two. Their stepdad. And then the narcissist that I had gotten myself in a relationship with, but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> but, but yeah, so my dad met a lot of people, um, but truly saying much like what you're saying to you, like, okay, this is someone I'm with, like it, you really had to be in my life for me to introduce yeah. you on that level. Right. But anyway, Betty, I'm going to get off you. You got this. Um, I just want to see you. I do want to see you date a little different. And meaning I, you know, I said it already. I don't want the, the right now guy to have to be your forever guy. I really Mm -hmm. want you to enjoy dating. And I hate to say this out loud. Some may cringe, but dating multiple people Mm -hmm. um, just to have fun, just to go out and enjoy yourself. I mean, of course you got to put all safety things into safety protocols, of course, but have a, you know, have a, a Monday lunch and then a Tuesday dinner with two different people in the same freaking week. And it's okay. It's okay. Like, I so want you to do that and be unbothered by the nonsense that can come out of their mouth because you can get rid of them just like that. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like dating is tough. And, and in our age, it, it is challenging with kids and all the things you're trying to juggle. You shouldn't have to then be dealing with someone trying to be demeaning or trying to tell you what's best for you. Right. As a grown right. woman that's been doing it all along, you've had your businesses, your homes, your this. I don't need a father. I right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I made it, I made it this, I mean, I made it this long. Too, you know, it and it's a discouraging for me, for me, especially for me, because I get lost in it. I get lost in it. Mm. So I'm here, I'm here I'm like, to help I don't want to deal with it. Light for you, girl. I'm here to help you. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely do think it is super important, though, for you to really take time to invest in yourself and find mm-hmm. you and find the happiness in you, right? Because dating is great. That's wonderful. Sharing space with another person is beautiful. But I really want you to sit down and really find what makes you happy, makes mm-hmm. you feel whole and beautiful. Like my homegirl, she does this um, consultation. It's called Soft Girl, Soft Life, right? And she's very much a feminine woman, and I am very much not. 
And I have been having conversations with her on how I can, you know, not keep seeing being seen as the bro, right? Because I'll talk to my homeboys and I chop it up with them like yeah. we back outside. This no thing for me. But um she talked a lot about taking that time to go out, get dressed, look beautiful. And like Queenie has said, she'll go to a bar if she's by herself and then just talk. Go out and be okay with being with you. Because once you're okay being with you, if somebody else comes in and they even make the left side of your butt cheek itch, you can step away. You know know what? Mm -mm. It's it's feeling very polyester. It's not giving 100% cotton. And then you can go about your business. You know what I'm saying? So that's why so, I decided to step away from it for a while and yeah. uh, to work, you know, to really to really figure out what I want and what I need. Okay, so yes. when are you going to schedule a date for yourself? Yes, that part. Yeah, that's, that's, what that's what we're getting. That's what we're getting. So what, don't for myself. Because for listen, you don't need a man to date. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You. I've been doing that. Um, okay, so you're gonna get dressed up, I'm gonna go out and look cute and let that hair down and put the boobs up and that part. Um, that part go to the bar by myself. Yes. I have, to get, I, I have not done that. Okay. You should. But you can. You should. You know what? I mean, you said you haven't gone on a Valentine's date in 17 years. You I think right I now it's time to cut that one. Play that part in my head and over out. and over and over and over. But I just, and so say my mind wants to do that, but my body doesn't want to go. Oh, does it make any sense? I guess it, it does makes a well. lot of sense. Yes. You know what I mean? My mind plays We're gonna that have to do this thing over together. Huh? We're going to have to do this together. Yeah. That's what I asked you a year last time. I was like, let's go, right? But then always something comes up. I'll be happy. Listen, Betty, if you want you want me to be your Valentine girl, I'll take you out. <laughs> Betty, I'll be having dates. <laughs> so compare me and you. I'm comparison to Quinny and you. I I have a lot to catch up. You do, mm. and that's okay. And that's okay, right? No, okay. no I, I, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not. You know, I'm accepting that. I'm, I'm agreeing, mm. and I'm, work, I've been working towards to that. So that's why, when it comes to dating, I'm very far behind. Mm. We're gonna have to catch you up Sunday. I can't go because it's Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, hold on. I feel like something is happening this Saturday. Dang. I can't um, remember. So we have to schedule a date at the end of the month. Okay. So you have enough time to get your outfit ready. And we can pick the location and we're going to go out and have some fun. Oh, I'll go ahead and choose the location and I'll make us reservations. I'll send um, you guys different days and tell times. Tell me it's not in Arlington at the gun shooting place. No, it will not. We will not be pew pew. You don't got to wear your Converse's and your Crocs and put them things in sports mode. You'll so be I'm, I'm surely taking these earrings off, girl. <laughs> Listen, go. But oh yeah, I'm going to send you ladies I have, like... I have, you know what? I, I have outfits that I haven't worn that are still in my closet. 
And then I said, I'm going to put it on and I'm going to go to a bar and I'm going to sit there. And it's just like, I couldn't get myself to do that That's for some okay. reason. Well, we, you got a reason now. Yeah. Do a girl date. You good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Now, yeah. And so I'm going to come back and tell everyone here that's listening how this all goes. But we're definitely going to do a girl date and then we're going to follow up with the relationship <laughs> <Okay>. zone and, <laughs> and share our girl date story. Yes. Yes. And then we need to go on a date where we take you somewhere and we are going to shift our bodies on the other side. And you're going to sit. Yes. Not our first date, not our first date, but the next one, because you got to slowly be okay with just being in your own space and making conversations with the people around. Yeah. Even if it's short, even short conversations. You know, my, uh, my, my client's a bartender. I, I uh-huh. told her this. I'm, like, I'm gonna just go see you, and I actually played that in my mind, and and I never showed up. That's okay. Oh, we want to like, change, you know. That. Yes, she works at Bar Louis. Okay, we're going to okay, that. and that's an easy place to go to. Like that's a neighborhood spot. You're gonna see someone you know. So right, I'll, right, I'll easy spot. Yeah, you'll see your cousins. And, I mean, don't look. Don't say cousins. That's triggering. Okay. <laughs> No more cousins. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, ladies. Listen, I got to shut this off. Um, of course, my battery. Of course, you can hang back for a second, but I want to say good night to those that are listening. Okay, so to those that are celebrating Valentine's Day, or you already have celebrated Valentine's Day, we might not have said anything to help you along the way, because <laughs> we just kind of talked about our different challenges, but I'm sure you can relate. Um, if you have not gone out yet and you're going, have a good time. Just, and just be safe. And, yeah, be safe. Have a great time. Um, don't stay in places that you are not wanted, that you mm. don't feel safe, that you don't feel seen or comfortable. Um, remove yourself because you deserve better than that. And if you are enjoying yourself, just look over there or at some point, give them some love and make people feel seen and loved and, and cared for and all that stuff. And and lastly, make sure you speak up for what you really want, what you yes. truly desire. Mm-hmm. There's a way to speak up about it. There's a way to share what you truly need, but just don't cheat yourself. Do not that cheat part. yourself. And there's a saying that says, do not set your own self on fire to make other people warm. Mm-hmm. So don't mm-hmm. cheat yourself. You want love. You want it a particular way. You understand yourself. Then share that share that and to love yourself to put yourself first um you know self-care you know self-love it's so important yeah important what kia what you got because we (laughs) oh i know i was gonna be included in the closeout but yes um just understand your worth once you know your worth you'll know what you will and won't deal with and if you are unsure of what your worth looks like or is that means it's time for you to take some time to yourself, reflect, meditate, and grow in that and have that understanding. I love that. I love that. All right, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, happy Valentine's Day to you. <laughs> and tune in again uh, next Tuesday. And I think we're going to come back and kind of talk about what it's like to raise biracial children. Mm. Um, yeah, I cannot relate. But these two ladies are going to come back and they're going to share 
those experiences with all of us. And um, so if you or some friends of yours are raising biracial children, make sure you tune in, tune in to next week's show. Tuesday will be live on Facebook. And of course, we will also have the podcast drop on Spotify and Google and wherever you get your podcast at. Um, but yeah, make sure you tune in. We're going to get into what it's like to be raising biracial children, the challenges and and just being single moms at that and um, the different things that these two ladies have faced. So we'll see you again this time next week. Thank you again and happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs>